We're live? We're live. Today we are talking about Kappas. And uh, I think all of us here are pretty big fans of Kappas. So yeah, absolutely. Works out pretty good. Yeah. Got some new faces up here. Yeah, so. good to be here. Yep. First time uh, on the podcast. It's an honor, Trev. Thank you. We got on uh, my right here, Turbo Tim. Pretty sure everyone knows him by now. Check out that uh, Sway Bar video if you haven't. I'm Trevor. Far end, we got Al. Yeah, I'm Al. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, new member here, we have Alex, one of our fabricators. Indeed. And uh, R&D here. So, tell everyone a little bit of what you do here. How so, you got here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> make, make this like a little biography. A little backstory. Uh, so, I'm Alex. Originally British. Now reside in the, the land of America. <laughs> the land of Michigan. Which is actually bigger than uh, England, is a little little known fact there. The state is bigger than... <laughs> the state is bigger than the country of England. A lot uh-huh. more people in England, though. Um, so, yeah, I moved here. My wife uh, is American, and we did the long-distance thing for a year and a half, and then uh, I made the move over year here. year and a half? year and a half, man. It was a long time. Uh, wow. And then uh, I came and interviewed here two weeks after moving to the US. I didn't have a visa then, unfortunately. So ZZP very kindly waited six months. <laughs> I kept on having yep. a message HR. Sorry, haven't got anything yet. Yep, I um, hired this guy. Like He came in and I was like, okay, you wait here a second. And I went in there and I was like, yeah, we got to hire this guy. Like now. <laughs> we had to wait, yeah, six Months. Six months. It was horrible. Yeah. I couldn't work. I had to sit at home whilst my visa was processing. But the day it came through, I got to stand. Uh, I started on production, and then now I do a mixture of production and research and development. And my first project was the Sky. It was the Kappa platform. Mm-hmm. So uh, check it out on our website. The race race package. That's all my work. Um, yep. Really- he uh, he developed a cold air intake for it. Not quite on the website yet, but mm-hmm. it will be by spring. Uh, he developed an intercooler kit, which uses the Cobalt intercooler core, which is gigantic uh, almost compared it's to the like 80 percent bigger than stock yeah so it's like darn near twice the size of stock that will also be on the website and our obviously our downpipe basically we call it a, a turbo back correct because it is a downpipe and cat back on one correct yes yeah so the intercooler is My it's the biggest really one much. you can fit in the front there so it's got we've done a bunch of testing so far on it already the the temperature change is amazing uh, it really lowers the temps um, cold air intake works great so we'll have hey, all tell, the- them, tell them about uh, what you used to do in overseas so yeah still in the same game overseas uh did my apprenticeship in exhaust making uh working for motorsport companies doing actually making indie indie 500 components so <laughs> making stuff in england shipping it to the u.s um i always loved modifying cars customization fabricating and uh i couldn't believe zz performance was uh in grand rapids and love love what we do here super cool it's pretty crazy how that all lined up yeah, we stole this guy. He was going to work at AMS. He was going to work at AMS, and he chose us. Well, wow, we didn't know whether we were going to live in Chicago or Grand Rapids, uh, but I'm very glad we're here. I love it. Well, we are too. So, yeah, now everyone definitely. knows Alex. We have one more shout-out to get out of the way. Um, Customer of ours. Yes. What was his name again? James Kaminsky. James Kaminsky. Sorry thank you, James. your name wrong. What a legend. But, uh, thanks for dropping these off. We yeah, thank you. That's a good Friday them, surprise. Sure. Very good. <laughs> Yep. I hope he, he's uh, watching by I, now. I but. started this first, so I'm going to have to he's, string that next. He's driving home right now, but he says he's going to watch it later. Oh, perfect. Um, he brought us a 06 Comp Redline, one of the cleanest ones that we've seen in a very long time. Yeah. It gave me uh, like flashbacks to when my car was not the hunk of crap that it is now. <laughs> <laughs> That's how my car looked when I got it. It was that nice. Your car is pretty clean now. Oh, yeah, now new, it is. It is now. That's yeah. true. 
So he dropped his kappa off here. Yeah, yeah he, he, um, he, he had a kappa. He had, he had a kappa. Mm-hmm. Now he has his ion. Mm-hmm. But, yep. Hmm. He cool. was uh, big in the kappa market and on the boards and stuff. He told me about a couple kappa events yeah. that you and oh, I got to yeah. go to. Same guys this morning. Yep. yep. Okay. Now it's all lining up. <laughs> yep. But yeah, uh, so Alex, um, so far, we've had this guy do two exhausts, and they both sound way better than all competition. Uh, he also developed the ATSV exhaust that we just dropped a video on uh, what, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Last a few week. days ago. Yep. So um, it, it knocked it out of the park. Every other one sounds like garbage. Sorry, Pretty that's much. cocky, I but agree. that's true. Especially like, with the V, ATSV does very yeah, super like true. He, yeah, like he fixed Which, it. I get it because you're starting with something that's pretty terrible. Yeah. So I understand why there's so many exhausts out there that you're just like, "Eh, it's it's not as bad as stock. Yeah, it's a GM V6. Yeah. Yeah. That's quite a handicap when it comes to making it sound good. (laughs) It sounds like a Jap six-cylinder now, though, which is is super cool. But with the Kappa, the LNF is a pretty good-sounding engine, as is. So it didn't take too much work to get it to sound sound pretty awesome as it does now some guy asked if this stuff fits factory brackets i mean yes yeah 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 everything's designed around the factory locations yeah Yeah. Yeah. everything is bolt in there's no welding no cutting no fabrication it is yeah that pretty much goes with all of our products yeah 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 we're working on a lot of stuff for the cabin too like we got a lot of updates in here Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. axle axle beam support uh that's coming really soon i need that on my car before i start racing I did like one grid life event last year. Oh, I did grid um, in it. Pretty big shakedown. I got some, you know, Powell suspension stuff I'm shaking down. Um, you know, Trevor's got some ZZP coilovers he's shaking down. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I didn't say that too early. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've got, we got a lot yep. of Kappa stuff, so kind of yeah, a lot yeah. to talk about. Al and I have been working on some uh, prototype uh, drift stuff too. So yeah, hopefully late spring, maybe something. To work have you down swapped down. that knuckle yet? Yes. Oh, you did actually. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now the ball is back on me. <laughs> I actually have a, a picture to show you too. Oh, okay. That I forgot to until now, but it's game changing. Is it? <laughs> yep. Nice. Oh, sweet. That's all I can say. Okay. <laughs> nice. We got yep. that to work right. This so, be amazing. Um, before you guys get too many questions in here, but start asking, uh, if you don't know how we're all related to Kappa cars, if you don't know Tim's. You haven't really posted it too much yet, so people might not know. No. But Tim owns a Kappa right now. Yeah, he Ryan, is a Kappa owner. Ryan actually talked me into it. It took him like two or three years, I think. Yep. But, um, you know, I had it. Coming I, from I uh, love, S2000. Yeah, I love two-seater convertibles. Like, you know, I had my yeah, S2000. Yeah, but you bought like the ugliest Kappa. It, it looks good now, though. Don't it looks good now. Pocket. <laughs> the pocket rocket, man. Rocket. That thing is amazing. It's in track prep. It's like, oh, yeah. it's a track When car. it was stock on chrome wheels. Like that. When you put the wheels in the stick. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there looks, go. That's a good-looking gaffer, man. But when he pulled in with that thing straight, straight from Texas... It was like, oh, look at Tim. <laughs> but Tim, you got so the date of a century on that car. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was unreal. Yeah, I'm just dedicated. You always got to be looking for that kind of stuff. I got that car for 3500 bucks, And it's super clean. There's no it's rust. Sick. Every bolt comes off a dream. It is really good condition. Yep, I, my, I got a buddy in Texas, and you know him and I just like looking at cars. And he, I think he found it. It was like thirty five hundred yeah. bucks, and I was like, uh, "Okay, I'll just take it." It had a bunch of weird stuff, like the trunk wouldn't open and the hood wouldn't open, and 
You just drove it Wire right. nut fan relay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't your, like, uh, armrest custom padded or something? Oh, man, this is blown out, dude. This is blown yeah, out. There wasn't custom padding. It was just <laughs> was pushed no into a different shape. <laughs> yeah, I put, I put some race seats in it and a racing wheel, which are a requirement for anybody over, like, 5'9 to probably yeah. fit in a Kappa. Yeah. Uh, which that was amazing. Yeah. You know, I put those Sparkos in it, and now like I bet you somebody six five could probably drive my yeah. car. The also, widthways, Big Al gets in there. Yeah, I we, once you change the seat, I can even get in it comfortably until the door closes. Like if if yeah. I if yep. and when I have one someday, I'll have to do a flat panel door. Yeah, but other sure. than that. Just getting the stock seat out of there makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm gonna do like a partial flat panel door. So I, I'm definitely going to open up the elbow room because uh, the yeah. S2000 has a lot more room inside wise. But that's, the elbow room didn't bother me. It was it's against my lower leg. Okay. Like it just pushed. That's where Rollbar needs to be anyway. So let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Rollbar that goes into the door. Perfect. Cut a yep. little slot in the door there. Yep. So Tim, Sounds what's your uh, what's your plans with the car? Uh well, <laughs> I was planning on running in Gridlife Street. Um, Pretty competitive area there, but uh, then you did the arrow on the snowballs. <laughs> the game has changed. Uh, gigantic canards, you know, big you know, frog big splitter. splitter. Yeah. And then he had that diffuser. I'm like, oh man, maybe I might have to go to Street Mod. I, I think Street Mod at this point. It would be sweet. So I come mean, out Street Mod. That gives me an excuse to put a big turbo. On I was gonna say, what can we I'm do? I'm desperate to street mod? build something. Whatever cool for we that. want. We can, we can do two of them. I don't know. I don't know why not. Compound? You think compound could handle road course? Absolutely. You think so? Yeah, because we would just set it up to where you're only really using one at a time. It would be, it'd be depending on like a compound, but work like a sequential. Okay. That's... I mean, it's got the Clutch Masters twin disc in it. which uh, Talk about driving class. with that clutch. That's yeah. a challenge. Yeah. That's it's I hard. I mean, driving that. it in traffic... You stall at most most stoplights. I mean, you you can literally stall the car when moving. It's so bad. Yeah, it's but hard. I'm, I'm working on it. I, I'm gonna just come up with an excuse to pull the tranny. I think uh, I was talking to Kevin. He said we can run some thicker discs to mm-hmm. lower the engagement, and then that should make it pretty drivable. I had a twin disc in my Honda because it makes it a lot better for road course, and yeah, and that worked. So we can make yeah. this one work. The Which thing with the you your S2000 had a Clutch Masters, right? Yep. Same, same clutch, with same the same throw-up bearing. Yep, tilt and throw-up bearing. So it's got to be something with the uh, the fluid volume ratio. It makes sense Which, to me. If I you move they, more fluid, it'll give you more pedal. I don't know if they make different piston volume throw-up bearings or if we can, if there's even a different master we can fit in there. Yeah. Either way, we should be able to find a way to smooth things out a bit. Yeah. Actually use the range of pedal versus having an on-off yeah. switch. Yeah, right and the bite is right at the top. It's almost... Yeah. I mean, you only have to depress the pedal slightly and you'll it, go from no engagement to full engagement. Yeah, if we could get more volume out of it, like Al says, that'll give me more pedal travel for full engagement. Yeah, give you more control. And then having a thicker disc will move the pedal engagement point lower. That'll be like night and day. I mean, the S2000 one was like perfect. Like yeah. you could, you could, you didn't even have to warn people it had a twin disc. They would just get in and drive mm. it. Wow. So, I mean, we can, we can fix this. 
And it'll be, you know, it, it'll, like, by the time somebody buys it on the website, we'll have the kit, like, finalized and good. What's up, uh, Travis? One of my Evo buddies is asking if we're getting an all-wheel drive by now. <laughs> uh, the thing that blew me away, hopefully, about... You said all-wheel drive yeah. I mean, we're constantly looking for a new building, and we will have a new building soon. And at that point, you know, we're going to have to upgrade dynos. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're selling more and more parts for all-wheel drive platforms. You know, mm-hmm. it, it sucks when you have to tell an ATS customer that we can't dyno your car yeah. because yeah. it's all-wheel drive. Especially yeah. when it's wet and cold so much here yeah. that we can't even yeah. do a street tune or anything. Absolutely. <laughs> we, we had that problem today with the ATSV. We were testing. Yeah. 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 Just, you can't even you can't open get it up enough load it. on it to even hear it at absolutely yeah yeah we might we might have by chance had a sedan atsv here that we put alex's exhaust on and maybe drove it around and it might be like one of the i don't know what is what is that car right now number number what on the planet number three, three. number three, three fastest ATSV. i think i'm like number five six ten i don't know anymore <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like uh, my phone is yeah. not playing the, the thing that blew crap. me away about getting into the Kappa platform last year is they are so capable with a stock turbo I oh, mean yeah. the oh, the yeah. max sport what low 2000 RPM yeah. you got full boost mm-hmm. they are so punchy with a tune and some basic bolt-ons they're amazing vehicles for sure I yep. mean what other roadster can you buy that has the power potential of the LNF like yeah. we're not talking peak stupid dyno numbers here we're talking like overall power curve of the lnf engine area yeah. under the curve yeah. yeah like the lnf with the cam phasing and the ko4 is an amazing engine yeah like power for days i mean so, you look at the roadster class in most states is like kappas miatas s2000s yeah. so it's like not even a comparison engine no. power wise i mean and they're all no. naturally oh, no. aspirated yeah. Yeah. and s2000s the prices have gone through the roof yep and for a track car it's you know, the, the entry point for the Kappa is amazing. The price point, yeah. the capability. Yeah. Right now is the time to buy a Kappa too. Like, I experienced this. Yep. When I bought my S2000, they were like six to $12,000 for a nice S2000. All of a sudden, three, four years later, now they're $20,000. Right Holy now cow. is the Kappa time to buy. Mm-hmm. Because you can literally buy a Kappa for like, you can buy an LNF Kappa for six grand. Easily. So, like, right now is the time to buy this car. And a $6,000 car is a perfect platform to street or to, to road course the crap out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they come with pretty good suspension, enough power that you could get out yeah. and do stuff. And then pretty soon here you might have some easy mods that will drive the prices up yeah. even more. So, mm-hmm. Especially that rear suspension. The con- lower control yeah. arms are – it's like you mounted the lower control arm mounts on the bottom of a broomstick. <laughs> Yeah, like, there is room for improvement. Yeah, for sure. you do that axle brace, and it's gonna be just huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's uh, it's cool that we have a huge spot that we can prove. Yeah, but you still stand there looking at it, and it's like, yeah, how did the engineers? Say, yeah, that's good. Man, <laughs> craziness. I guess they expected people to just cruise down the highway with these cars. Yeah. Mm. The sweet thing as well, because it's a GM platform, it's a motor that's in several other vehicles. It, it's just the cheapness of and uh, of the maintenance, of the reliability, of yeah. the access to parts. They're ready available everywhere. It's not like it's everything's Kappa specific. So 
you know, it just it gives you a such a great price entry point to the vehicle. And mm-hmm. I think the the competitiveness of the car, I think we're gonna see some really exciting stuff this year. Yep. Yeah, I always uh I never owned a Cobalt, but I had always worked on Cobalts with my buddies and stuff. So when I came here and I wanted a ZZP car, one of our supported platforms, mm. um, I wanted something rear-wheel drive, but like Corvettes have never been my thing and stuff, no. so kind of led me into the Kappa, and I wanted one of those so bad. And then <laughs> yep. got this. Uh, planned on doing like road course stuff, because I had just started getting into that, but then uh, the drift bug just hit me. Hit me bad, so... <laughs> yeah. Yep. Now that's uh, the current plan. And I think uh, yeah. that's kind of why I pulled Al on here too a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I, it, I never really paid much attention to drifting other than like watching Tokyo Drift. Which Great film. I love, I love <laughs> the whole film. series. I don't care what people want to say about it. Yep. Like those, those movies directly had a role in putting me in this chair. Like the, I hear they, that. They changed I, my life. I hear that. Um, yeah. I've heard that a lot. Like the generation above me, yeah, it was game changing. It to was. Everything. Yeah. It opened my eyes to a whole different car world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I Did never really paid have, much like, attention. Honda Trade or some weird forum that everyone used or something like oh, that. Oh, there was a million of them. <laughs> In the early two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. But I had never watched drifting that much, at least not the competitive style. Um, and then we had talked about it. And, like, I kind of got fired up a little bit. Just because, I mean, who doesn't want to go sideways in a car in a controlled yep. environment? Like, that just sounds like a blast. Mm. But then I got to actually watching Formula Drift. And, like, there's way more skill that goes into it than people think. Yeah. It's not just people with a lot of money going to boil tires and try to do donuts. Like The cars, too, are at a level of just, like, The insane. engineering is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Like, when you're watching... Like, uh, you can go on YouTube and you can watch like the 2019 or 2020 finals, but they cut out all the extra crap. So it's just racing back to back to back. And then you watch the head to head where one guy leads and one guy tails and then they switch places and then the judges pick a winner of the two. So that's another thing before I knew much about drifting, I didn't understand why they ran really really good tires when they're just gonna yeah. go burn them off like that's that doesn't make any sense they the have grit. thing ever mm-hmm. but they need that because when they run head to head the guy in front is trying to get away so if you can Bury go sideways or get yeah, away but have yeah. enough grip that you can get away from them you're gonna win the most mm. beautiful way to get away from the guy behind you <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then the same time when you're the tail guy you want to have enough grip that you can be sideways and still be right on his bumper because that shows that you're in more control and you're pacing that everything that he does. Uh, but yeah, for people that haven't really watched Drift, uh, definitely go look for those uh, the championships where they've mm-hmm. cut out like all the commercials and the in-between rounds, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's just racing nonstop back-to-back. Yeah. I mean, the competition it keeps it more is exciting. like 8 to 12 seconds. Like, it's like three turns, and that's it. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. But yeah, they uh, they did a good job with those championship recaps to make it even more exciting because just action nonstop. Yeah. Uh, but really looking into the skill that goes into it and the technology in those cars and the things they do to try to get more steering angle out of them, the ways they try to keep the front tires on the ground. Because uh, it's, I mean, you could go buy a Beater S10 and weld the back end and make it go sideways. <laughs> But to have a car do exactly what you want while it's 
in the middle of losing control. What? Why did you go last crazy. ten of all, <laughs> of all things? <laughs> Maybe he's thinking something. Oh, uh, no, Indiana's <laughs> showing again. Yeah, <laughs> Bull Wayne, Indiana. It's probably a box S10 too. Like, That's not exactly what it was. It was a box in the late '80s. So, do you think the Kappler is a platform that is suitable to drift in? I think so. Wheelbase. That's a short wheelbase, buddy. Yeah, you it is short, man. The biggest downfall is short wheelbase is very snappy, and it wants to slide, but as soon as it slides, it wants to do a 360. <laughs> so, so I did a, I did Grattan, uh Motorsport Raceway. It's about 45 minutes from here, and the thing just wants to slide, especially on fresh asphalt. It it's yep. so tail happy, but once you get past that point, it is snappy. It's not like a 200SX where you can hold it pretty easily, it, it wants to throw you around. Yep. It either goes so all the way around or how does Powell Trella keep it so controlled? So the biggest thing with mine that changed so much already was just uh, toe out. Like the... Uh, and the front or rear? Front. Huh. So it'll snap out, but the wheel snaps faster than the rear end does. So if you let go in time, it'll... Oh, it okay. back. I love it when you That's see those cool. guys where they're just like steer the wheel and then just let go and grab it yep, again grab it, like, right oh. it gives you that extra second and a half yeah. to like calculate where you're that's gonna be. all mm-hmm. of what formula drift is because mm-hmm. they're going so fast they don't have time to turn the wheel <laughs> it's they like they kick sideways and they fling the wheel and let it spin grab it hold the drift and then as they're coming out of it let go and then eh, we're straight now there's videos out there where uh, some of these pro guys will do it as like a game they can drift a whole course without touching the wheel if you clutch kick and transition at the right time, it'll spin the other way. Now that spin. would be oh crazy to gosh. watch. Yeah. I know that that does work. There was one time in my S2000, just because I don't have enough cap of road course time. This year I'll get it. But uh, I saw that I, I saw those guys let go of the steering wheel and then it zero out. And mm-hmm. There was one time I came through a really sketchy section way too fast at Gingerman. There's like a little, little S section. And I was going around, I think around 90 and I got way sideways, and I was like, holy crap, this is bad. And I was like, in my head, I just like, right there, I'm like, way sideways. I steered the car, and I felt like it was going to grab, so I let go of the steering wheel, and then I grabbed it again. I noticed the car does zero out. Mm-hmm. So, like, I haven't, I had enough caster built into it to yep. where it zeroed out, and I actually got that under control. So, you know, I'm not necessarily saying it's gonna work for everybody right. you're basically but, a professional tim that's what you're but saying, yeah, you, what saying. <laughs> if if situation that might work yeah so i mean obviously i'm not supposed to be sideways but like i did get sideways by accident and that does work mm-hmm. so oh, something yeah. to think about but yeah, it's no. when you're like 45 degree or more sideways though <laughs> oh yeah i've sat and watched half hour long youtube videos where a guy's adjusting the the top plate of his strut and the the, the toe at full lock and caster and camber. Yep. And it's like such a boring video for anyone else. But <laughs> when I was in the mode of all the tech behind yeah. how they get these cars to do that, I sat there and watched this entire half hour long video of the guy just moving the top plate a little bit and then going full lock and seeing where the tire set. Mm. Yeah. Doing See, your own alignments is severely underrated, I think. Yeah. When I mean, having the toe plates, having the mindset, yeah. like, I could not do my own alignment for, for drifting. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you move the strut top plate here, it changes your caster in this everything way. Yeah. Now, you're, yeah, yeah. now <laughs> your toe at full lock here is this, but at exactly. full lock there, it's that. Like, 
that's where Al. Yeah, is that's the, the kind of the stuff research that I king. Like. like Al is the calculated, like yeah. okay, and you know I'm a little too ADD for that Just stuff. We made the ATSV <laughs> yeah. sound well, a certain way, and things. he freaked out. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I just don't understand this. Yeah. yeah. There was one of the things we were watching where there's some drift guys that actually run uh, like dune buggy style long travel stuff in the front. Oh, yeah. Just so that when you're completely sideways, you can make sure that you the leading tire wheel, yeah. stays, stays down. on the ground. Because you, you need to be able to turn yeah. where you want, when you want. And so it's not so much... Uh, like it's the same same thing that the long travel does. It just looks opposite of what we're all used to seeing it in. You know, being up kind of close to the dunes and seeing mm-hmm. the long travel trucks. It's all set in the mid range, so they got lots of travel both ways. But all these drift cars, they just want to be able to reach that front tire down way down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make sure it can stay on the ground, and then yep. come all the way back up. Is that much drifting in Michigan? Uh, it was just starting to be. A lot bigger last year, yeah. and then last year, kind of ruined did what last year did. Tanked. So. Thanks, 2020. Yeah, um, yeah thank you. There Cheers is more than you would think, yeah. though. But like Chicagoland area, Milwaukee, very big. So we're not too far from some pretty cool. It's stuff. it's a yeah. weekend trip away. Mm-hmm. Yep. And obviously, we got grid life here, which has a drifting element yes. to it, right? Yep. But is can amateurs drift a grid life, or is it pro- no, pros no. only? A couple of years ago, you could. It was pretty easy to get into, but now it's pretty top tier to get into that, yeah. I think. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, every, everybody you see there is definitely pretty darn good at Big it. Big race Absolutely. teams. Yeah. And, yeah. I know what, what made me kind of raise an eyebrow to it was there was this Asian dude. I haven't seen him at Gridlife for a few years now. but I believe he had a Sylvia 240SX, whatever. Um, He would enter a corner that's probably a 70-mile-an-hour uh, you know, turn. 60 70 mile an hour turn backwards like normal road course driving that's the speed yeah. you'd be at this dude entered the corner backwards yeah. a reverse entry you see that that's, how you that's how you become <laughs> yeah. a king see i am not a big fan of the 360 like that's that's like it's like it's okay it's cool. more than a yeah yeah mm-hmm. but like this dude would enter the corner rear entry around that corner and i was just like oh my gosh yeah. like this is now cool to me like drifting's cool it's cool hearing the neat sounds it's yeah. it's, it's really cool hearing somebody beat the living crap out of their car just yeah. rev limiter <laughs> you know anti-lag just craziness mm-hmm. but yeah the rear entry that was the so. thing that blew me away from watching the drift in a grid life earlier this year you or last year you see the the corner to corner transitions but the speed at which they accelerate between corners whilst they're burning yeah. out essentially yeah. oh, it's yeah. like the car is flying but they're burning out it's not like yeah. they're gripped and accelerating straight yeah they rip between corners whilst mm-hmm. doing a burnout i mean one of the it's mustang amazing. dudes there makes like 1600 horsepower yeah drift car v8 big blower I love it too, like the rear mount radiators. Oh yeah. The oh, windows the are, ca- are taken amazing. out with big fans, and it blows right out the back. Mm-hmm. Like th- those cars are like they're crazy. Mm-hmm. And Craziness. yeah, they make a ton of power. Because the yeah. more power Stupid you have, power. the stickier Stupid the tire power. you can have, yep. and still overcome it. I like I don't know too much about like the pro am setups and stuff, but I think like fourteen hundred is minimum now. Like Pretty that's much. the I standard that. now. So yeah, and they all seem to run giant turbos with nitrous. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and it's amazing that which some works of the- awesome. Been there, done that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
Uh, but yeah, anyways, a little off track, but um, transition's perfect because I wanted to talk about uh, Al did the setup on my car. Yeah. Basically handpicked all the parts and put it together, and it's been rocking for six months now, yeah. I think. We had a few issues in the yeah. way. Like but a stupid fan control module. As far as these people like that are to reach out to us, it's it's a setup I would copy to a lot of people recommend. Yeah, to, yeah. yeah. And I think we forgot to mention too, Tim, uh, the clutch setups we have on the site already. Yep. So a couple. couple I'm flywheel, right? Three, three, three options. Yep. Stages. Yep. yep. Yeah, we, the, we've got setups set up for the stock flywheel. We've got setups set up for the. Because the stock flywheel is dual mass, mm-hmm. so it's like two pieces that kind of like ratchet together. Let's say, like they like literally ratchet together, um, which, which is quite rare in a stock car, right? Um, yeah, I mean, the, some cars old. have it. It's it's to remove a rattle noise that you, if you were selling a car brand new from the dealer, you wouldn't want to have. Oh, okay. But what sucks is the clutch assembly on these dual mass flywheel cars is like forty plus pounds. Mm. And I think in the ATSV, the ATSV also has that. I think it's like a 60-pound flywheel clutch assembly. Which is nuts. So if you just say, you know what, I'll deal with this little bit of ratchety rattle noise at idle, and you put a single mass, which is like what a standard F35 uh, mm-hmm. flywheel is, um, you can lose massive weight. Yeah. And yeah. that means your engine revs quicker. It makes more power. Like it, it's great. So yeah, we've got we've got dual mass clutches for the sky. We've got uh, single mass flywheel setups for the sky. We recently um, installed one on a sky, right? We had a yep. customer's in last week, yep. which had one of our flywheel yep. clutch setups. Devin's car has um, you know has this the single mass style um, clutch, and uh, I don't know the dual mass one just has to go. Agreed. Um, his I didn't even really notice a rattle with it. It Drove great. Mine doesn't. Yeah have any clutch noise whatsoever yeah like absolutely zero yeah so i mean it's just an easy way to lose 10 pounds you mm-hmm. know off the flywheel i mean a steel two-piece flywheel to a single piece aluminum it's a big upgrade yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and that's weight that's rotating yeah at high speeds yeah it, it, quicker shifting. it makes a difference in the power you can put to the ground <laughs> yeah yeah and uh yeah like i said uh we're working on suspension stuff so we can do some road coursey stuff slash drifty stuff. Uh, then we're, we're that axle beam support that Alex, you know, another project for Alex, he'll be doing to tie in those control mm-hmm. lower control arm mounts. Absolutely, that's going to be big. Um, our Kappa exhaust sounds absolutely amazing. Yeah, um, that's done and on the website. It's the only part on the website. I'm working on it. Like as soon as the colder <laughs> yeah. intake is we're done, we're going to have a whole yeah. batch of products. Yeah. The, if the colder intake is done and the intercooler and charge pipes are done, then we'll have like a stage one or two, you know, I'll probably call it package on the website. Um, that's a little more enticing. People love the stage one, stage they twos. Do. And it's nice to get everything as a package. You get a yeah. tune, you get all yep. the, the bolt-ons, the, the cold side, the hot side and the exhaust. That's, that's it's, the way I would want it. it and, it's, and it's all bolt straight up to factory mounting points there's no yep. fabrication or anything mm-hmm. like that super simple stuff yep and then uh then you do the typical you know if you have e85 you do the opal injectors and then maybe a e85 conversion yep stage um, one sensors and, and then yeah stage one shots. sensors right away and then all the cobalt stuff for engine internals is yep. there everything you know mm-hmm. springs retainers cams mm-hmm. like it's a car that can make easily over 300 wheel um, which is solid considering the weight of the car. The, yeah. co- the car is a little lighter than a Cobalt, if I recall. 
So with bolt-ons, how much? It's within a hundred pounds. With bolt-ons, how much are we making in yours? Um, I don't know because we haven't really dynoed the thing yet. Um, it's should I mean cobalts make three forty. I keep hearing that uh, skies and, and solstices do not make the same cobalt numbers, mm-hmm. primarily because it's a rear drive training, drive and then you have yeah. a dry shaft and a rear axle instead of just a direct, you know, front front transmission, mm-hmm. transaxle. When you first bought yours, completely stocker, it was around, it was high two eighties. Yeah, it's yep. like two eighty seven, something yep. like that, Pretty at the stock. wheels, stock, yep. which is extremely capable out the box. Yeah, and now it's uh, you know. It's got cams, valve springs, E85, that twin disc, all the pure exhaust, colder intake, front mount intercooler. So it, sh- it should be, uh, it should be ready to make 320 to 340. I would think at the wheels. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty solid setup because it spools insanely quick. Yep. Okay. And yeah. the t- well, I mean, geez, a, a bolt-on LNF will put damn near 400 foot-pounds to the tires. Yeah. Like, what do you? What other car can do that? <laughs> yeah, hence and why the Kappa platform is incredible. A freaking two-liter four-cylinder street class for grid life rules for all the auto. That that kids. would be yeah. yeah. It's still gonna be. In. But you screwed me on that because you made cool canards <laughs> and be arrow king splitters. So we have the technology here. So <laughs> yeah, I mean. you might as well go up a class and just you know try to be competitive there. Yeah, I mean I'll, I'll probably come out with full arrow and I'll just turn the power way down just to try to get the suspension dialed in because obviously you can't just yeah you like one of the big misconceptions of, of road course racing is you don't want to get in a car like I learned the worst way possible. <laughs> I take a. 560 wheel horsepower ATSV and just go to the road course with it and try to learn how to road course race. Speaking of drifting. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's just terrible. It was sketchy drifting. Though. Like, you can't, <laughs> you can't learn to be a good road course driver making that power. So then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, everybody's yelling at me about this. You know, everybody's just like, oh, you got to start in a slower car. So I'm like, oh, I'll race the S2000. That thing makes like 200 wheel. Yeah. And all of a sudden you learn about momentum racing and you're like, Holy crap. Which I would say momentum racing is kind of like a go-kart. Yeah. Like, if you go to a go-kart place, like, you all have the same go-kart. And the fast guy on a tiny little course is seconds ahead of you. Because he's because... the size of Trevor. And no, I'm... no. That like, is true. That doesn't even matter too much. Al like, slows down go-karts a little go-karts bit. Go-karts don't accelerate. <laughs> no, they don't. So, you, if you can carry two or three more mile an hour per corner in a in a car it's huge because you don't have to gain that back so you got to start in a slow car so i definitely recommend people like you know do the bolt-ons but maybe go with the power turned down first but dial in the brakes and the suspension dial in the chassis dot four dot five fluid immediately that's first thing that should be in the car before you even put it on a road course yeah i've seen two coincidentally two vets now um blow through their brakes on the big straightaway going up 125, 130 mile an hour, and their brake pedal goes to the floor. And when you're going that fast, it's kind of hard for your brake to think like, hey, pump the brakes. Because you're going 130 and there's a 90 degree turn in front <laughs> yeah, of you. Yeah, and you just go full panic. And then you go full panic, you push the pedal to the floor, it's over. You're through the grass, into a mound, into a tire wall, bad times. So dot and and you would think that they would put like a fancy fluid in a vet, but they don't. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. They don't put it ATSV. Like I, really? I took Steve's ATSV to Road America, you know, because my car was not ready for a grid life event, 
And I brought it there, and I go, you know, blaring down the main straightaway and slam on the brakes. Brake pedal goes to the floor, and I'm like, dot three fluid. Yeah. Didn't think about that when here I brought we go. that here. here comes Look at the any fun part. German car, any Japanese car, yeah. all dot four higher. Any European. Like, yeah. <laughs> Craziness. I can't they, believe they I came here and there's like dot three in the cars. I'm like, like you real? That was 1980. That years ago. <laughs> we did yeah, that like, in 1980. Off. <laughs> A 4,000-pound car that makes 470 horsepower bone stock with dot three fluid in it. Yeah. Even a good highway run, you'd be close to boiling that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, if, if you drive like me, I mean, if I'm going to do a highway pull in Mexico, yeah. I'm going to do the pull to, you know, whatever speed I decide to, and then I'm on the brakes because, like, you know, there could be, you know, some Mexican police anywhere. Which, uh, Tim, we totally forgot to, uh, our brake kit. We forgot because we just slapped it on and never followed <coughs> crap. Yeah. stock brakes ever again. Yes. They're, they're not great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah this, the, the stock front brakes are terrible. Uh, yeah. So, you know, Trevor, first one, put, uh, the mm-hmm. LNF Brembos on his car and we have that kit now on the website. Yeah. Great kit. Mm-hmm. Hopefully someday we'll have a bigger option too, but yep. for now, I mean... They've it's a great awesome upgrade. Yep. I haven't had any complaints. So. Drew said to have Reggie keep an eye out for an 08. Ah, Drew. <laughs> I saw him earlier. He needs something. Said hashtag Red Rocket. Yeah, Drew. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't get Rocket. <laughs> yeah, Drew, uh, old old friend of mine, back from previous Fast and you know, Furious I days. I see him in a Sky or Solstice. He's, it's he's quite How tall yeah. is Drew? He just, uh, he's a 6'3 or something. Yeah, he's tall. He's As he there. sat in your sky, can he fit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he fits with the race seats, no problem. Um, he, race he drove. Makes so much more room. You get so much room with the seats. Yeah, I mean, he sold. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. Like, he <laughs> sold a mid-nine-second C6 yeah. to buy a Solstice Sky. That's saying something. Like, I mean, that's not the only reason. Yeah, that's the only reason we care about. <laughs> it's the reason that's we're talking about now. Reason. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, he's going to be road course racing, and you know, and hopefully we'll keep him away from Trevor, unless he'll probably be drifting the darn thing too. <laughs> we we can talk. We can talk. <laughs> Need someone to tandem with, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. A tandem drift is where it's at. Mm-hmm. Like that's. I mean, to to kind of go back into that subject. Like, that's what really sold me on it. Like, it was cool watching the drifting, and the idea of doing it myself sounds really fun. But then watching Tandem and under actually understanding the the competition, it's like, I could sit there and watch it for a couple hours and be fully entertained. Yeah. I can't do that with any other kind of racing. <laughs> yeah, just make sure to have a cool, like, rev limiter in it. Yeah, you have to set set the spark one to like a million RPM and do the. Yeah, just ignition cut. Leave the fuel flowing. Yes, there you go. Always gonna flow. Yeah. Yep. Doon 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 doon. Pow pow pow. We got uh, Matthew McKillwin in the chat. I'm sure you've seen him too, Tim. Big autocross guy with his uh, Solstice sweet car. Yep. He wants to V8 swap it, so don't do that. You're fine. Yeah, <laughs> it. it would it. be cool. Bring but. it here with the blank check, and I'll make more power than that V8 swap's gone to. <laughs> Let's yeah. see. Any other questions? Yeah, I've, I've tuned a couple uh, V8 ones. I, There's a local I guy that runs an old one. There's a local guy that's came by here with his V8 one. Yeah, David. Uh, David. And uh, there's another dude with a green solstice that was, you know, Ellis something. I haven't seen that one. Swapped. But terrible. <laughs> terrible. I mean that LNF has so much potential. Like, mm-hmm. there's no need to swap that engine. 
even the LE5. I mean, I know Al was talking about doing an LE5 yeah, version just because of the standalone options mostly. Yeah, I mean, we were we were joking, you know, because we have way too many conversations around here. But we were talking about doing a 13, 14 to one NA LE5 wild cams. I mean, your buddy's doing doing what with the LE5 in those cars? Those little sprint well, they're cars. They're making three hundred NA. Yeah. Crazy. And and that's like commonplace. And what RPM? Oh, 10 plus. Yes. Sheesh, man. That that's impressive. Cool. That's, we're that getting on, Honda on, territory right there. They're doing right that there. on stock cranks and stock valve springs, just shimmed up to the edge of coil vine. Yeah. And that's an even cheaper way to get into the Kappa. If you get an actually aspirated one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that knocks you've got some extra savings more. right there. Yep. And you've got yourself an S2000. If you Basically. do some uh, <laughs> yeah. high compression NA motor stuff to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, geez, could you imagine a 300 horsepower LE5 crazy compression with ITBs, yeah. individual oh, throttle yeah. bodies? Yeah, for... Just spin into the moon. Can you get those in stick shift? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or manual? Oh, yes. Yep. Manual I think it's about life. 50-50 from what I've seen. Autos versus manuals yeah. on Facebook, so. I'll give you that. Yeah. You, you can get whichever one you want. Easy. Yeah, I mean, you can buy an auto and throw that auto in the trash. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't know why you wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, the they're... autos aren't that much cheaper either, which is kind of surprising. Well, the auto's more desirable to most To most market, people, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't want that for a race car, though. I mean, I I know there are some people that are auto for life, and, you know, I don't mean Many to knock Americans it too much. Many auto for life. But I do have to say, like, you know, because because I try to see both sides of the story. I get it if you don't want to learn a stick or, you, you know, whatnot. But the auto tranny is have some pretty high parasitic losses. So, like, the autos make a lot less power than the manuals. I and mean, the that shit kind of Ryan heard us talking about LNFs. He's all excited now. <laughs> he was not excited about us talking LE5s, though. No, he was not. <laughs> he switched off when he heard you talking LE5s. <laughs> I mean, I was on. I was on, but like, I can't buy another car. Like, oh my gosh, you got too many. I still do really want to find a base model rear diff for the shorter gears and just get it welded. So yeah. I think I'd like it more than LSD. The LSDs what's are pretty the, nice. Uh, what's the ratio difference? I don't remember the numbers off the top of my head. It's I like mean, you have to go three, spool, seven, right? Three or something. I mean, I, I don't see why a drift car would ever want an LS or an LSD over uh, a welded diff. No, you want locked. Want, full yeah, full spool. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, welded up or full spool, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm never going to use fourth and fifth. So. I might need your diff as an extra. <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe we should take that out now before I break the LSD. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was already talking to John Powell and he was telling me like, yeah, you better get a spare differential. I was like, oh boy. Okay, here we go. I'll work on that. Luckily, everything else is pretty stout on him. I mean, Paul's so. rear diff is held up. Yeah. He also just blows the tires off all the time. Yeah, he doesn't hook much. Nah. He did another motor swap. Damn you, Paul. Mm-hmm. Damn you, Paul. <laughs> oh, he's going to watch this, and then I'm going to get a message from him later talking shit on his burnout oh, yeah. machine. I, gotta, I can't talk crap, because I was going to have him do some Sharpie work stuff yeah. to my to a couple of my doing trucks. I think and I might go. have him do uh, one of the pillars on my car. This is yeah. 2JZ, Paul? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a must, man. That dude is freaking awesome. Yeah. That's an old like Sharpie work. When's the last time you guys heard that? It's been a while. That's like, But the OGs know. They OGs they know. What know. It is. 
That cool dude is stuff. an absolute artist with a sharpie. Oh, you yeah. can do some cool Which is stuff. Ridiculous. Yeah, if you want to see that or a uh, 2JZ Yellow Sky, check him out. Yeah. It's, it's one sketchy cool sky. Yep. <laughs> one is that the sketchy one on sky on Instagram. Yes. It's on Hoonigan, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He just recently got featured, I think, on Hoonigan. Mm hmm. Like, I mean, yeah, if you pretty much two Jay Z anything, you end up on there. <laughs> You're gonna get some yeah. uh, presents for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came down to. Yep, Tell I the said Dragon, it. Right? I said it. Two Jay Z. Uh. <laughs> One point five Jay Z. However, was that when I'm you were? That. Uh, Tell the Dragon. He went down with you guys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was the first time I'd seen him in like six, seven years. Felt like a long lost brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is the exciting thing because ZZP as a company has so much experience with the lnf engine itself you know opening up this new platform as we start a start to really expand it this year yeah we got a good got so much experience just yep. with the mechanical side of things for sure yeah, yeah we've been there done that figured that out yeah yeah we have so much headway on the engine because everything we've already done and then last year was all basically testing and this year should be a just slew of products i think absolutely yeah i do have to do have to say we kind of owe the kappa guys an apology (laughs) we we totally ditched him left him out to drive for like for damn near 10 years (laughs) like changing that this year i think it might be over 10 years we bought a sky like when they were pretty new zzp used to have a sky yeah we had an old fart blue Um, sky. Sorry, Tell me it was a red sky. line. <laughs> and like it was an LE5 one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We had one of those and just, you know, Matt was busy. You know, all of our core guys were busy with their cars. That was back when I had, I think, Ion number one. Like, we were all too busy to take that platform over. We just kind of dropped it. I didn't know you had more than one Ion. Yeah, a couple. Uh, I had a blue one and a red one. I only remember the red one. Yeah, the uh, blue one was the first, um, yeah, potentially the, the first LS, the first LSJ ZZP had. Oh, okay. That's that was, cool. That one was, we learned a lot of lessons on. That car I had for like a year before we realized the intercooler pump was wired backwards. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> that was before uh, everybody knew about that. That sounds so stupid in hindsight. <laughs> in hindsight Haven't you done a terrible. video about that, Al? Yeah. <laughs> I, I get it, though. It's, it's a good uh, moment for a PSA. Anyone in the chat with an LSJ, stop right now and go check your yeah. pump wire. Check it's right the, the, right the black wire is positive. This is not a joke. I don't know why they did it. I was not fooling you. I think like maybe there was some line manager when they were making the 04s that saw, ha ha, the black's, black's negative, not positive. I'll fix this and be a hero. And then you had a year and a half worth of the LSJs that were wired backwards out of the factory. Yeah. Bad times. <laughs> but with ZZP now, with two skies, we've got a bunch of products coming out spring. Yep. Yeah. It's an exciting place. And hopefully, events-wise this year, we're going to have more of a presence. Yeah, yeah. I we'll mean, make hopefully. it to something. We want to support the community, for sure. Yep. I mean, we're trying. Mm-hmm. You know, COVID's definitely making things difficult. But we're yeah. going to be trying. It's yeah. hard. I mean, it's hard, like, having Alex work on R&D stuff when... I mean, stimulus orders and... Yeah. Holy just crap, say, it's, it's That's why I'm doing a mixture. Events. We've it's got so many orders, yeah. Everybody here is 150% trying to run yeah. that. Which uh, ZZP customers, we're so grateful. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I don't know if we, we... We probably don't say that near enough. Like, yeah. you know, we're super grateful. Everybody listening is like the reason why we get to do what we love here. Yeah. yeah. 
like yeah. all of us and we we just want to bring them super cool products yeah. great products that work really well and that are easy to install yep. yeah. i mean literally what we want for our own car that we put it on and drive with it so why yeah. wouldn't we sell it too you know <laughs> yeah we, we we run what we sell and you know the kappa we kind of left them out high and dry for a long time but we just didn't have one now we have two um potentially three you know i know al was talking about getting one you know he, he kind of bounces around you know Maybe i can't knock him alex into getting too. one i just bought a square body i'm sorry oh. guys <laughs> <laughs> i've gone full uh, if, brit turned american if i could find, find, find the right price on the solstice because Maybe the most, split. <laughs> most important thing that we haven't brought up yet is that the solstice interior is a budget super. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's because we didn't have Tyler on here to mention yeah, it. It's, it's the most super dash. If you ordered a super from wish.com, you would get a solstice interior. And I love it. It's, so it's great. It's got the extra grabber handle so you can be right close to the shifter. Yep. And it just sweeps I'd, I'd around. I'd take Sky on every single part minus the dashboard. Do they swap out? If you did the whole with, door panels and like everything. With a lot of work. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't mind mine. You know, I like that uh, that cool dash thing. The sky does the OBD, feel nicer. The, the OBD2 dash thing would be pretty cool to do in them. Oh, yeah, the AEM, the IC7 yeah. dash. Yeah, you just plug it into your OBD2 and just take the stock cluster and throw it in the trash. For the people Maybe, going yeah, full track mode, we removed your center console cover. Yeah. Being able to drop your elbow, yep. you get Same way here. more yeah. space. It's yeah. a big yeah, I, deal. I, I stole that idea from this guy. He pulled his off, and I was like, why'd you do that? And he's like, oh, it gives me more, more elbow room. So I pull mine off, and I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> this oh, is yeah. a big deal. Yeah, It's great. You can just rest your arm right there, hold the shifter. It's perfect. I don't know who designed that car, but... Someone with... Man, not a racer. Yeah. <laughs> like, not a regular-sized person. No. The seats... From the factory could easily go back another inch or two. They could sit um, lower too. The door panel could give you a little more elbow room. The arm, co- the the center console could give you more elbow room. The uh, window switches could be not, not yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There's some awkwardness to that car. You're like, wait, how do I? That's why you flat panel door and just move yeah. the switches where you want them to be. <laughs> exactly. That's my plan. Just rivet them into the dash. Yes. <laughs> also, yeah. a super cool thing. What MPG did you get on the way back? From oh, geez, like I mean, that's a selling point in itself. What car can you make over 300 horsepower and get like over 30 miles to the gallon with? Seriously, yeah. craziness, crazy. Yeah. Gets like sonic like gas mileage, but like times three the horsepower potential. Mm-hmm. Now, holds it on the damn it, you're kind of making me a liar on that uh, one, aren't you? Well, yeah, yeah. you're getting there. We don't want people to watch the Sky versus Sonic uh, <laughs> race I mean, on the yeah, highway. Don't go watch that video. <laughs> Skies are fast. Holy crap! <laughs> we'll, we'll do it again with my car. Then we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap! That's kind of a point. What is the fastest quarter mile Sky on an, on a stock uh, on like an LNF engine? Do people drive the our Sonic? potentially be could be faster yeah oh man no i'm not drag racing my car i'm not doing it that's why you're going up a class so you can be out on a highway race yeah he's got to get a bigger turbo he's got to so get a bigger turbo yeah it was after it's that awesome. race that he decided yeah, well we got a bigger turbo for the sonic though so yeah that'd be fun yeah that's a cool car too but mm-hmm 
you just can't you can't get good you can't get that sonic gas mileage at like 80 like you came as a, a, a yeah that's true kappa. even on nah. like 85 with my setup i mean mid 20s on 85 cruising on the highway easy it's amazing like, yeah i believe it yeah that's a lot more aerodynamic of a vehicle well, it was funny mm-hmm. because uh you know a little sonic like i you know i'm not bashing sonics because i love them but uh do you know that when I was driving down the highway at like 72 miles an hour, I looked down at the boost gauge, completely flat ground, and I was in like two pounds of boost? Oh, yeah. No freaking wonder why. Like, Sonics will get 40 at probably 62 miles I, an hour. I tested five before the black car was in like drag trim. Um, one of my times that I drove it down to Indiana, I took back Good old and Indiana. was driving 55, 60. It was getting almost 50 miles a gallon on 93. Insane. But you get on the highway and set your cruise control at 75, and it's like 22, 23. Yeah. That's where the LNF, that hard wall where the Sonic just. That's where the cubic inch of that LNF is like, all right, you know, here we go. I can cruise 80 in vacuum, no problem. (laughs) Yeah, you can just chug right along, whereas that 1.4 is putting in work the whole time. Tim and I earlier this year were in disagreement about when you should have the top down. So I was driving this thing in November, cold, <laughs> seriously go outside. Whenever I drive it, if the sun's out, the top's down. I don't care how cold it is outside. How, you got to turn the heat to four. I have the heat on. I mean, who cares? I'm dropping the top. But Tim's like, I never drop the top on yeah. that thing. Yeah, I mean, you he know doesn't this... want people to see him in that red. <laughs> the red rocket? The pocket rocket. rocket. Oh, man. Oh, man, I'm having flashbacks. Drew and I... Driving the red rocket. He's, Drew is beating the crap out of this car. He's beating the crap out of the car. And he lets off. We're both ear-to-ear grin. We pass a guy in like a Duramax diesel with big tires on it. We're both ear-to-ear grin. And he is cracking up. And I look at Drew. I'm like, oh my gosh, what do we look like? <laughs> Convertible red rocket sky. Yeah. Ear to ear grin. Just two dudes out having a good time. <laughs> and he's buying one. I hope it's red. Yeah, and now he's yeah, buying one. It better be red. <laughs> Seems to be an addiction with these cars. But Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully uh, hopefully, I'll have a pretty library like, uh, like Trevor. You've got some ideas, right? Yeah, I'm going to steal Al's favorite color. Green? Don't even care. Fight me. Fight me. He's a big guy to fight. Green. You you can have it because I don't want that that library on any of my cars. All right, cool. Too noisy. Green Ranger. Ooh. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) I don't know about that. Whoever gets it done first. (laughs) Well, he's clearly going to win that race. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we got Ashley Purple. We got we got a uh, Ryan Red, mm-hmm. you Orange, Tyler Blue, Tyler Blue. Mm-hmm. We're running out of colors pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to start making new colors. Everyone in the chat. Um, we're about an hour, so start asking your final questions, and we'll yeah, try to rattle those out. So yeah, we can keep talking. It'll take them a little bit, but we got to keep up on all those. Looks like Ryan kind of <laughs> took care of a lot. I hope. So does Maybe anyone drag race the? Kappa platform. Is anyone drag racing it? They did. I don't know if anyone's still like pushing it, but yeah, I'm not sure. So road course and drift is like the main body in, uh, of people, you would say. In in the land where you come from, the, the opals they love drifting. Apparently. Oh yeah. Around here, it's some of the big like GM test cars have, but mm-hmm. other than that, not really. 
but the Opel GTs and stuff, there's probably a couple hundred big yeah. cars like full built mm. over there that I've seen. Which, which is, there's so many guys that run those. There has to be a pretty, I wouldn't say easy, but surely we can figure out how to get them to be a little less snappy. Because mm-hmm. if it was uncurable, those guys wouldn't be running yep. them in the numbers that we see. And there's other cars that are in FD that are a short of wheelbase. So oh, yeah. There's, I mean, Asbo I mean, uses, was... doesn't he use a Corolla? Yeah, Corollas, Miatas. I mean, yeah. FD RX-7s are 86s. a quarter inch off, I They're think. Yep. So, I was, yeah. I, was, um, I was talking to one dude at uh, Grid Life. He had some little... Like a Volkswagen, like a little, like a he had a, like a golf type car, but with a BMW V8 yeah. rear drive in it. I remember we yeah, saw it I together. Was, I was cow. talking to yeah, him. he yeah. had a full four BM V8 in the front of it. This thing was wild, like a like a super wide arches, a nine inch maybe wide body kit per side. That was actually wildness. my first car. That model of car was my first. And it was <laughs> nice, <laughs> not with a BMW V8, but the two eight VR six, which one yeah. of the best sounding engines. Thank you. I, t- I talked to him. Most interesting sounding engines. I'll I talked to him and uh, he said it. You know, he says it's a good drift car. So I mean, it could be done. I mean, the S two thousand is a known car to be snappy. I mean, that mm-hmm. thing was mm-hmm. scary as hell in the beginning. Yep. Um, and uh, you know, I got it figured out. And the snappiness like can be an advantage too. I mean, it's a if you're going from one turn to the other. Yep. Absolutely. Transitioning yep. is way easier and like tighter stuff. It's just better for it. I mean. Yeah. That's why a lot of guys run like a long, big body car and a short one, depending on the uh, event. Okay, you know? depending where they're racing. Ah. That. that makes makes sense. sense. I know I've read a lot of things that talk about the rear toe settings also. Oh yeah, that yep. can make a huge difference on how hard a car wants to snap back. Mm-hmm. Yep, that'll uh, help with your push too. Spring yeah. rate, sway bar, rear toe, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be great to do some testing on this rear strut support brace that we're gonna do for the sky. Yep. We're going to get some good testing done on that. Yeah, that'll be a cool one to get our GoPros under there and kind of watch stuff. Yeah, and, that yeah. would actually be a pretty cool video. There are some awesome circuits in Michigan. Like That's one thing since moving here. With you got uh, Gingerman, and I've been, only been to Gingerman and Grattan, but Grattan is it's yep. beautiful. It's got elevation change. It's kind of yeah. sketchy. It's, yeah. it's an amazing the, circuit. Uh, autocross day where they use the full road course, but they cone it they up and everything. They cut off yeah. the straight, but they use the full course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, that one's super fun. It's unbelievable. Uh, the toilet bowl like and fun. everything. Oh, it's, it's so much fun. fun. Yeah. And it's cheap. It's a cheap way to race. Mm-hmm. That's the really cool thing. That's why I love this market that we're in is it's, it's affordable. You have a car that you could potentially daily drive, and an autocross event, yes, you get limited driving time compared to a track day. Yeah. But what? It's 80 bucks, 100 bucks. Yeah. Or less. You don't or beat less. on your car because you're only you're doing a lap, resting, yep. doing another lap. Drive your car there. Drive race, your car drive there. Drive home. Yeah. It's yeah, that's, really affordable for most people. Mm-hmm. It's, very good, uh, it's very good for entry-level racing because it's, it's affordable. Mm-hmm. And it really sharpens your skills. Cause like Noah is a better autocrosser than me. Like he's he a great driver. That. He can do that intricate, like crazy stuff, like better than I can. But then when we get on road course, that's where I shine, you know. So autocross will teach you the basics of handling a car. Plus, mm. you don't have enough braking time to to blow you through your really dot three fluid. Up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. you know your car gets plenty of cooldown time, and you don't rip through tires because no. you're only doing one. 
you know, seven eighths of a lap most. I'm a yeah, big fan of sure. it. Yeah, I did autocross with my car when I first had it, but I was just doing burnouts out of every corner exit. <laughs> and so totally I got bored that. with it very yeah. fast. I totally believe that. I mean, I had, a, I had a car package with an LSD, so every corner I was just... <laughs> You've always wanted to drift. You just didn't you know. Have. Yeah, I just couldn't do it with that car. Do you want to iron drift, though? That's the question. I, I thought about that, but... <laughs> he did think about it. I remember that. I thought about it really hard for a few days, and it's just not worth it. There's so many other platforms that are way easier to convert over. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing, you have to have a, like an affordable car to do it with. Yeah. yeah. Like, like if you were to get into road course, I would not say buy an ATSV. Right. You know, the the Kappa chassis is a far better car to learn on. Just counting mm. tires and brakes, like. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, ATSV brake pads, like, geez, I mean, the brake pads actually last a decent amount of time, but the tires, I mean, I think you get less than an hour of track time on a whole set of tires at twelve hundred, you know, thirteen hundred dollars of set. Crazy. Yeah, like it's, yeah, it's that rough. doesn't sound like fun. No, no, and that's the affordability of the Kappa platform. You can have yeah. such yeah. a capable car, out the box, basic mods. Yeah. You're looking at a pretty competitive car. Pretty good amount of like mechanical grip too. Mm. Out yeah. of the box. Yeah, power yeah. to weight ratio is amazing, mm-hmm. and they're so fun to drive. Weight distribution so is fun. near fifty fifty. Yeah, I remember right. Yeah, which is pretty cool. It's pretty close in the. I like the. It's a pain to get in and out of the car, but I like how low you sit because yeah. it makes things feel a lot more smooth. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. I think uh, unless anyone's got final statements or questions, everyone here good? Don't I think we got any last-minute questions. covers it. But, uh, um, Eric, if you can tell me when we're doing that video, we have a uh, 2020 ZZP recap video going out today. Oh, yeah. Yep, I think you saw kind of the preview. but um, Yeah, yeah, there's some good spots. Yep. So we're all going to head to watch that. If you guys want to do that too, that should be here live soon. What time is that? 5.30. 5.30? Okay, 5.30. Okay. <laughs> so that gives you guys 25 minutes. Head over back to our YouTube. We'll premiere that. Pretty cool video. You can see kind of what we did with 2020 and what we're doing 2021. So. Yeah, stay tuned for the Kappa platform. That's yeah, ZZP. Gonna be we're going to yep. push it yeah, this year. We're going to do some cool stuff. We'll <laughs> see sure. how crazy Trevor allows me to get with his car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty crazy, I assume. Probably. Al will be over in the corner doing uh, Sonic stuff, but we'll, we'll, pull, we'll pull him over. Yeah, Al is we'll the mad scientist of ZZP. There's if no doubt. If there was no holds barred, you can't imagine the stuff that I would do. <laughs> if we can get to events. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's very important. Yep. Yeah, so far, I think events are going to be okay. Um, they probably aren't going to let a lot of people watch them. Yep, they figured out how to set them up. Though, so because... far, it's, you know, you can at least go to them and compete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, guys. Thanks, thank everyone, you very for much. coming on. Yeah, Hope thank you, Trev. you on the podcast. Yeah, I love, love being <laughs> on it. Yeah, it's a good time. I look forward to this every week. Yeah, beers, beers with the boys. Can't, beers with the lads. Can't beat it. <laughs> with the lads. <laughs> with the lads. <laughs> beers with the lads. <laughs> All right.